Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Blessed. Last night, I stopped on the way home from a long, grueling day to get a bite to eat and send out morning briefings. The shop owner came and sat down, inquiring about what I was writing. I'm always happy to oblige that question. After finding out my new friend is a Christian, I asked him what he thought about the Beatitudes. He had an interesting response, kind of shook his head and said something about not really getting them or caring too much for them, but also admitting he'd never been much of a Bible scholar either. I get it, I said. I had to memorize them at some point in my Christian schooling, but I never took the opportunity to seek out their meaning. But now... I am taking the opportunity to study the meaning of the first recorded message of Jesus. I pray that you will seek understanding of Jesus' words as well. Matthew writes, Now when he saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Simply, If the Beatitudes tell us anything, they tell us that we will never be truly happy if we lead self-centered lives. But there is a richness in the teaching that we are meant to understand. It is the lack of understanding, I believe, that causes folks to skim through them, read around them, or feel totally intimidated by them because there is no way they can embody them. But here's the thing. The Beatitudes are no spiritual to-do list to be attempted by eager, rule-keeping disciples. It is a spiritual done list of the qualities God brings to bear in the people who follow Jesus. The word that starts each verse is blessed, which some have interpreted as happy. But to reduce the beautiful concept to happy is missing the spiritual aspect of which Jesus was talking. The Greek word here for blessed is makaroi, meaning the blessed, joyful happiness of the soul, received from God to everyone who enters into the kingdom of heaven. See, the difference from just happy? There's so much more to it. Getting ready to... Address his disciples, Jesus sat down and looked beyond them to the crowds who had gathered as well, and began his sermon. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, Jesus said.
Lest there be confusion by using the word poor, Jesus was not referring to material status. No, let's look closely. He said poor in spirit, which is from the Greek word tokos, mean, meaning one who is bent or folded, metaphorically one utterly destitute. Further, the word poor carries the idea of complete dependence on something other than oneself. I believe this to be the beatitude of first and greatest importance. When Jesus said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, he meant, Blessed are those who recognize they are without hope apart from a relationship with God. It is the knowledge of how far short we fall of the holiness of God that drives us to him for mercy. Or as the Greek word said, bends us, finds us utterly destitute. We often compare our goodness or righteousness to that of other people and think we stack up pretty good, right? We are to compare ourselves to an all-righteous, all-holy God. Suddenly, that makes things quite clear. And once calling on his name, for his merciful love and forgiveness of sins, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. How do you know if you are poor in spirit and have the kingdom of heaven? You do not put trust in your own self-righteousness or compare your good works or character to those of other people, but only God, and then in humility accept his mercy. The writer of Proverbs wrote, A man's pride will bring him low, but a humble spirit will obtain honor. Proverbs 29, verse 23. If you'd like to read this, print it out, or consider the sources that I quoted and referenced, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Powerful Bible Teaching, Morning Briefings, and again, the title of this one is Blessed. Blessed.